Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, here I am. I'm so in love with you. I'm so happy you're here. Let's get right the fuck into it. I'm so embarrassed because last week's podcast, I told you I was going to do Little Miss Religion. And here I am doing Little Miss Marijuana. However, I wanted to talk about marijuana because marijuana has been sneaking back into my life. And I figured it's the perfect time to start talking about it because being high for me, being stoned, I hate stoned because I'm never like stoned like a brick wall. That's what I imagine when I when I think of someone being stoned, I think of them just like couch potato, eyes half shut, don't really know what's going on, don't know if they're panicking, happy, mad, sad, scared. That's what I think of when I think of someone stoned. Anyway, when I get high, when I get a little bit high, eat for the record, I'm not like smoking out of four foot bongs, okay? Like I don't want you guys to envision me like in my bed like rolling over to the side and like my mouth perfectly hits a bong and I start like (laughs) lighten up like I that's not please don't envision me doing that okay for the record I really only eat edibles and I sometimes smoke joints but it's not like I sit there and smoke an entire joint I take like two or three puffs put it out and that's my smoking session for the day okay those are the two things I do Mostly eat edibles. Anyway, I'm so excited for today's episode because I also took in a little, I took a little edible. I took an edible about an hour and a half ago. And it's currently 8.20, Mountain Standard Time. And my podcast is due at midnight. So I figured I would start recording. And I knew that I wanted to be high for this episode because it only makes sense. It only makes sense. I also feel kind of weird and silly because I'm laying in my bed podcasting and I usually sit at my desk. But I kind of love that I'm laying in my bed. It makes me feel more like we're actually hanging out. Okay, sometimes when I sit at my desk and talk into my phone, it feels like I'm on an interview or like a Zoom call. And I don't love that. And now that I'm in my bed, it's like so awesome. And maybe it's because I'm just on an edible, but also like maybe not. I guess we'll never know. Anyway, I want to get into the relationship between weed and I, my history with weed and where we are now. Okay. Because weed for me has not been stable. We've had the best in the worst of times together and we haven't always been in a relationship so I love personifying personifying weed is that how you personifying like personification but you're personifying okay anyway I love doing that to weed uh yeah let's let's get into it motherfuckers so I started dabbling with marijuana I think when I was 16 Which is just so crazy to think about. Like, do you ever do this where you think about a time when you were into weed? No. You think about a time. That's not what I was going to say at all. I I don't know why I said that. Okay. Backtrack. Do you ever think about a time, like, 
Oh, I lost my virginity. This isn't a personal thing. I'm just like saying this as an example. Oh, I lost my virginity when I was 17 or, oh, the first time I got drunk was when I was 16 or smoked pot was 16 or I had sex. Wait, I already said that one. But you know, do you ever think about that? And then you like come in contact with a 16 year old and you're like, you're doing that thing. I know you're doing that thing. I know you're horny. I know you want to have sex or you have had sex. I know you're dabbling with alcohol and weed. And you're, you might be vaping. You just look at them and you're like, but you're just so, you're a baby. Like you're so little. Why? Don't do that. Don't, don't do that stuff. Like I feel like it's so weird for me. So when I say that I smoked pot when I was 16, it gives me the heebie-jeebies. I'm not proud of it. Okay. Yeah. The first time I dabbled with it was then. And at first it made me, I don't know, like kind of a little bit anxious because I knew it was naughty. So I didn't love it, but I did it for more of like a oh, all my friends are doing it, or, like, just to fit in, you know? And slowly I started probably uh, senior year of high school. Probably started to like it a little bit more. And my parents kind of knew I was smoking. I know, I know my mom's going to call me after this episode and be like, oh, my God, why would you talk about that on the internet? (laughs) I don't know. Anyway. Wait, is this thing on? Yeah. My parents kind of knew that I smoked. My friends smoked. My parents knew my friends smoked weed. Like, whatever. And it was just, like, a cute thing. Like, it was, like, little, like, uh, small little oneies. Like, it wasn't actually, maybe not at this point. I don't know. The timeline is so blurred. Anyway. Yeah, I started to really like it. And I never really got to the point where I was smoking. Ah. God, now I keep backtracking. I need to get my story straight. I was going to say, I never really got into a time in my life where I smoked like before school or before a big event, but now that I'm thinking about it, I definitely did. I vividly remember smoking pot before graduation. No, before the rehearsal for graduation. So like when you're a senior and you're graduating high school, you rehearse like the graduation ceremony and I remember being absolutely stoned for that. Um, I actually remember me, my boyfriend at the time, a couple of our guy friends and maybe a couple of girlfriends sitting in someone's family garage, smoking out of this massive bong before we went on for graduation ceremony rehearsal. That is such a crazy thing. I haven't thought about that probably ever. Anyway, so yeah, I wasn't like smoking, like I didn't, wasn't the time of stoner at least at this time where I needed to smoke every morning like I didn't like wake up and was like oh I just really need to smoke like I wasn't like that at least yet so (laughs) I get into college in my whole freshman year of college I didn't really smoke weed because you're in the dorms and I don't know it's just hard I think I had like We smoked a couple times, like, off campus, but then again, not really, because then we'd have to, like, figure out how to get home, and, like, no one wants to drive when they're high. 
no one ever wants to do that, nor should you do that. But like, it's just so much work and energy and effort to drive when you're high. It's not great. So I didn't smoke for a full freshman year. And then the next two years of my life, I smoked a shit ton of pot. Like, so fucking much. Like, so much to the point where everyone had to know. Everyone had to have known. Like, my parents definitely knew. My dad always was like, what's up, stoner? Every time he saw me. Like, I have a weird two-year period of time where he just called me stoner every time he saw me. All my roommates' parents knew. Like, everyone just kind of knew I was a pothead. And I lived, my college, like, had this little community housing shit, which is actually really cool now that I think about it. But we lived in one of these houses, and we're just surrounded by college kids. And you live by all your friends. I just remember always, like, having people over to smoke pot in my room. And my room was on the main floor, and I was the only one out of my room that's on the main floor. So it was almost like my own little apartment down there. And... Yeah, you just crack open the windows and no biggie. Like, I took out my smoke, my fire alarm in my room so that we could really smoke. And at this point in time, I had just learned how to roll joints. And I was rolling joints all the time. That's, like, probably my number one way to smoke. I had a little tiny, like, bubbler-type bong thing. I don't know. Soaked that. Bowls. Oneies. Uh, didn't really do edibles a whole lot. I didn't like them. But yeah, I was smoking pretty much anything. I didn't ever really have a blunt stage. Like, I think that's kind of guy. I never, like, did blunts. Like, that just feels like a lot. So the point in time that I became a huge raging stoner was when I started to smoke a joint to myself probably every single day. Like, if I had little, if I had, like, some things to do, I'd smoke it right away in the morning. Like, if I only had one class that day and it was, like, later at, like, noon, then I'd smoke in the morning. Or if I, yes, I would, like, go to to class partially high, which is, like, looking at it now, I'm, like, I can barely go into public when I'm high. Like, I don't it's not that I can't like I can but I don't like to do it I don't like the thought of it that leads to paranoia okay and I don't need that in my life but I used to do this I used to like be full functioning and that's kind of when I knew that I was a pothead is because I could smoke and go do real people things was I super efficient and did I get a lot done probably not but I could like go to target and like function And, like, nah, I don't know. Like, that's kind of when I knew the pivotal point. And at this time, I was really, really reckless. Like, really reckless. And I thought that I was being, like, creative, I think. But I was just reckless with my, like, I was, I was dyeing my hair crazy colors. My hair was, like, falling out in chunks. And I was like, nope, this month we're going blue. Like, that's insane. I don't know. I just couldn't do that now. I was getting a lot of piercings. Like, I had my nose pierced, my septum pierced, a bunch of my ear piercings. I don't know. I was getting a ton of tattoos. Like, all of my tattoos I've ever gotten pretty much have happened between those two years. And it was, like, I used to getting a new tattoo, like, once a month. 
And uh, looking back, I'm like, am I okay? Like, what the hell? But yeah, I think that's the correlation. And I was being just really, really, really reckless. And I don't think I realized it at the time. I think I notice it now. Oh, I like got two cats those two years. Like, I just like, I don't know. I was being very reckless with myself. It was such a good time, though. Like, as much as I was being pretty reckless and, like, carefree, who it was more carefree, okay? I wouldn't say anything I did was, like, seriously life-threatening, which is so great. But those two years were also such good fucking years of my life. Like, I was building really cool friendships and relationships. Like, I grew so many great connections within those two years of my life probably that I ever will my entire life like I met so many great people those two years and just really expanded on who I was and it was a really cool pivotal time in my life and it also probably has something to do with just being in your 20s early 20s and figuring your shit out but I really loved that time in my life and my favorite story from this time Abby and I my roommate at the time wake up Sunday morning and we might have been hungover I'm not for sure and we decide that we're gonna smoke a joint together how cute so we smoke a joint together and then we decide that we need to go to Target okay we're like we need to go to Target so we go to Target and we get to Target we're like ooh, we need to get Starbucks absolutely do I need to have a Starbucks in my hand while I'm walking through Target aimlessly probably smelling candles Hell yes, I need that. So we go to the Starbucks line. And you know how Starbucks has like little display cases of like mugs and paraphernalia? (laughs) Is that, what is it called? Merch. But I want to say paraphernalia because it's mostly glass. I wonder what the definition of paraphernalia is. Anyway, they have just all of this shit, this shit on display. And Abby and I are standing there. And my back is to her, and she decides that she's going to tip over. (laughs) She fell into one of the display cases, and every single mug and cup on this display shattered. Like, she, I remember turning around and trying to see her, like, catch one or, like, salvage one, but it was literally, like, all of them are just sliding right past her and just shattering. And I was like, holy shit. I could, we've been in this target for a total of like 60 seconds. And we're already causing a scene. That is not what we need. So what do I do as a great friend? I walk away. I was like, absolutely not. Am I going to fucking talk to people and deal with that bullshit right now? So I just started walking away pretending I didn't know her and I went into the dollar section and just like pretended to start looking at things and I just watched my friend from afar all these target workers come out and try and Starbucks worker and try to like clean it up because it was literally atrocious and everyone was just staring around her holy shit you guys like I just wish that I could project my images in my brain onto a screen so you could see in picture this story because it was so funny and it's something that now that we just absolutely cry laughing at whenever we hang out because 
it's so iconic. It's like something from a movie. A pothead's nightmare is drawing any sort of attention to yourself in public when you're when you are so freshly high. <laughs> when you are just fresh out of the smoke sesh, the last thing you want to do is cause a scene in public. And Abby did just that. She really treated herself that day at Target because that was pretty. And the best part is, wait, I forgot about the best part. So it's all shattered. And Abby and I being broke-ass college kids, like we're spending our last $10, literally last $10 on an Opal House candle because that's what you do in college. And knowing damn well that she has $10 in her bank account, the Starbucks worker comes over right after she shatters it and goes, and she goes, I can pay for it. <laughs> and I'm like, no, you can't. Like, that was, like, thousands of dollars worth of paraphernalia, Starbucks paraphernalia. Like, you cannot afford to do that, girl. Oh, you just had to be there. If this, that story wasn't funny to you, you just ha- it was one of those you just had to be there moments. And that's one of my favorite memories ever. Like, ever. And now that I think about it, I have had just the bestest of times while being high. And I also want to talk about, I have had the worst paranoia and anxiety of my life on pot, on weed, on marijuana. I've had the worst time ever, okay? I remember I experienced my first panic attack in college, and I wasn't high. It's fu- It was fucking scary. Like, it was pretty intense. And then I remember the specific time in college. Oh, my God. It literally, like, is making me anxious even just telling you guys' story, but I need to tell you it because it's just... It's so real, okay? It's so real. Anyway... I was staying over at a friend's who didn't go to my college, whatever I was visiting. And we went out to the bars on like a Saturday night and had a great time, got super drunk, whatever. And the next day, I at this time was smoking pretty frequently. And the next day, I was very, very, very hungover, very hungover. And everyone started to smoke. I think we were smoking, oh, we were smoking, I think, a blunt, which already is, like, not in my strong suit. I never do that. So I'm like, whatever, I'll take a couple of hits, it's fine. But I must have gotten distracted because we kept passing, there wasn't that many of us, and we kept passing it, and I think each time it came around, I was just like, whatever, and just, like, hit it a couple times. And then I was in the middle of a circle, or sitting around the circle, and I just immediately was like, holy shit, I can't breathe. I can't fucking breathe right now. I was thinking in my head, I'm sitting here in this circle having conversations, not knowing that I can't breathe. So I get up right away and I run to the bathroom and I'm like, okay, let's just like go calm down. Like, I think it's happened to me a couple times before where I get a little paranoid on weed. I was kind of familiar with the feeling and I was like, okay, I'm just going to go to the bathroom and calm down. I know what's going on. I just got a little bit too high. Let's go figure our shit out. And I go into the bathroom and I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, fuck, like, I think I'm breaking out in a rash. 
Like, I think I have hives on my chest. I think I'm actually not breathing and I'm breaking out into a rash because I'm not breathing. And I was like, fuck, I'm dead. I'm toast. At this point, I'm like, I'm dead meat. They're going to find me dead. All my friends. Like, this is awful. And I start kind of freaking out, splashing water on my face, like trying to calm down because part of my brain is like, bitch, you're fine. You literally smoked a blunt, which you never do, and you're probably just a little bit too high, and you're really hungover and probably have anxiety. And then the other of my half of my brain was like, don't ignore this. If you ignore this, you'll actually die. If you don't pay attention to the fact that you're not breathing, you're going to fall dead. You better be proactive about it. Figure it out. Come on. Don't ignore it. Like, both of the sides of my brains are fighting back and forth, like, being like, it's not real. But it is real, like going back and forth. And I was like, holy shit, what do I do? I'm freaking out. I'm freaking now. I'm freaking the fuck out. Okay, now I'm in the bathroom, absolutely freaking out. And I think I ran to my friend's room because at the time, I don't think she really smoked. And she was just sitting in her room, I think. And I walked in there and I'm like, hey, um, I can't breathe and I need to lay down and I need you to keep your hands on my pulse to make sure that my heart is beating that I'm breathing. And right away she knew because I think she had recently gone through something like this. So she was such a good fucking help in this moment. Like, holy shit. If I didn't have her, I would have honestly probably called the ambulance on myself. Anyway, I'm freaking out. Her hand's on my pulse. But when I'm laying down, I keep thinking that I'm not getting enough air to my lungs when I'm laying down. Because my neck's kind of kinked. I'm not getting enough air to my body. And I can't breathe. So I'm still freaking the fuck out. And I'm like, okay, I need some fresh air. Like, I just need some fresh air. So I walk over to the window and she opens it for me. And at the time she was like in this part of her house where you could almost climb onto the roof. So she opened the window. Or you could climb onto the roof, actually. You could crawl out of her window and onto the roof. I don't know. Details don't matter. Anyway... Basically, this went on for an hour, and then for a second, I was like, oh, I think I'm having an allergic reaction to your cat, which I'm not that allergic to cats. Like, I have my own, and I've been around hers a lot. I get a little stuffed up and, like, a little bit, like, my first time around a new cat, I get allergies, but I get used to it. Anyway, that's, again, such a minor detail, Uh, but yeah, I think I just calmed down from it, but I have just had the worst panic attacks of my life on weed so I get it when people don't want to smoke weed I get it don't smoke weed unless you want to smoke weed okay don't do that it's not good okay now that I've talked about the highs and lows with me and marijuana like I said we have not been in a stable relationship and she's sometimes a little backstabbing cunt and sometimes she's cunty and we're we're having the best time okay she goes back and forth um, but now that I'm on an edible and you guys know that, and we're having the best time together, and I explained my love-hate relationship for marijuana, I want to advise everyone to smoke pot at least once. Okay, and if you tried it once and you were like, not for me, try it again. If it's been like five years, try it again. Okay, don't give up yet. I know a lot of states are becoming legal too. Like, let's just do it a little. Okay. And now that I'm on this, you're on this high journey with me, this is kind of the stages of marijuana for me. So at first I 
get really chatty and then I kind of lose out of things to say and then I get very creative and smart and I come up with the best ideas. So this is my idea right now. This is when everyone needs to smoke pot, okay? This is my brilliant idea of the day. This is the ideal time in my head that everyone needs to smoke pot. When the first nice day happens after a long winter or a long streak of shitty days. Because, let me tell you this, this week this happened to me. So Denver is literally 60 degrees and sunny, and it has been this entire week. For three weeks before that, it was cold and snowy and not nice weather, okay? So this week's the first week where it's been so nice out, and taking an edible on the weekend when it's nice out for the first time in a really long time is absolutely liberating. Take an edible and just walk around outside. Just go for a walk. That's what I advise you. First nice day of the year in a long time, take an edible and go for a walk. You will not be disappointed. Okay, preferably do it with a buddy because it's Life's always fun, more fun with the buddy, but do this. It's such a great time. It's such a great time, and it's bound to put you in a good mood. And if you haven't had good experiences with weed, try this remedy. It works. <laughs> okay? But yeah, this is me advising everyone to try weed. <laughs> Smoke pot if you haven't. Take a little edible if you haven't. Come on. It's 2024. Let's all get a little high and just mind our fucking business. I think it's time. I think it's about time for that but yeah that's my that's my story that's my marijuana that's my that's me and marijuana story okay i'm so happy i could talk to you guys about it okay i'm so happy i could do this and i really hope you find time to get high soon and i think that's how i'm gonna end the episode with a little slogan i think you should find time to get high soon that's my slogan my motto, my slogan, I don't know the difference ever. I think a slogan's a little bit shorter, like, or a motto might be shorter. One of them is, like, the length matters. I think a slogan's shorter. I think a slogan's, like, I can't think. And I think a motto is, like, save money, live better, Walmart. Is that a motto or a slogan? Oh, God, I'm going to have to do some research after this. Anyway, I love you guys so much. I need to go rest my eyeballs and maybe watch Queer Eye or something and just have a fucking, have myself a little night. I love you guys so much and I'll see you tomorrow. Will I? I don't know, actually. <laughs> Bye.